10 Productivity Tools That I Use. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to teach you how to be a more productive version of you. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to join the seven-day productivity challenge. Just give me two minutes a day for a week, and I will teach you simple, easily implementable strategies on how you become more productive. You get on the seven-day productivity challenge by going to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Now, I get asked a lot, as I'm sure many productivity experts do, what productivity apps do you use or recommend or what tools do you use or recommend? So I decided to have a short episode where I would tell you my 10 productivity tools that I personally use. Now, this list is not in any kind of order. I just literally came up with the idea because so many people have been asking me about it and I just wrote down these 10 tools. They're not in any kind of order, so don't read into anything on here, okay? So I'm gonna jump right in. The first tool that I have to share with you is Brendan Burchard's High Performance Planner. Now, there are countless planners out there and I haven't used all of them. That would be a lie if I told you I did, but I've been using Brendan Burchard's high performance planner for about 15 months now. I absolutely love it because it's more than just a planner. Okay. The way it's laid out is when you open it up, it's got two pages for every day. And on the left-hand side, it has you uh, asking yourself morning prompts. These are very detailed questions because one of Brendan's big things is start each day with intention. Don't go in your day in reactive mode. You sit down in the morning and you say, okay, you answer these 10 questions, these 10 prompts, and it gets you intentional about the day. Now, In the evening, before you go to bed, ideally, you do the right-hand side, which are the evening prompts, which are the reflection points of the day. And it asks you very specific questions about how your day went. So I really love that part about the high-performance planner. Now, at the top of the page, there's a couple other things on there. There's a place for you to write your top three priorities, a space for tasks that absolutely must be done today. There is a space where you can write your the persons, the name of the people you want to lead or connect with, and most importantly, how you want to do it well. Also on the right-hand side is Brendan Burchard's Daily Habit Scorecard, which is really nice. You can rate yourself in six key areas on how you did today. And then at the bottom of both pages, there is a note section. And what I personally do here is I write my goals when I wake up and I'm doing my plan plan in the morning and then I write the goals again in the evening. But when I write my evening goals, I cover up the morning goals. I don't want to copy them by rote. I want to write down what's ever on my heart. But that's how I use the planner. Highly recommend Brendan Burchard's High Performance Planner. You can get it at Amazon. My next productivity tool is a bullet journal. Now, for the longest time, I was a person that says, hey, you know, I'm going to use iOS notes on my iPhone or Evernote or OneNote. But, you know, I've been hearing so much about the bullet journal. I went into it to try it out and I have actually fallen in love 
with the bullet journal. Now, the high-performance planner is awesome, but it's too big. You can't carry this around. Well, you could, but it'd be inconvenient in my opinion. So what I did is, thanks to reading Cal Newport's book, Digital Minimalism, I went out and got myself a three and a half inch by five and a half inch moleskin bullet journal. Now, this thing is the perfect size because it fits in my pocket. It's about the size of my phone. And I use this to capture my thoughts as well as what I do in real time. So how my bullet journal is laid out is, again, similar to the High Performance Planner. When you open up my bullet journal on the left-hand side, it's got the date and it's got like the notes and all the stuff I want to capture for the day. Like I write down, like I ran today, my weight, you know, other things like that. Any breaking news that happened on the right hand side, I've got hours from five o'clock in the morning. Cause I wake up at five o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. And I just basically record at the end of the hour, what I did. So I can go back and say, Oh, I did this on this day and this day. This is what I do. Cause I can do it in real time. Because if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know that I'm beginning to leave my iPhone home more and more. And, but I got to have something to record my notes with. And so I bring my bullet journal. I absolutely love the bullet journal. The next productivity tool is Google Calendar. Now, I, it, it's so easy. It's so flexible. I just love the Google Calendar. I love the fact that it's totally customizable. I've got, I think, seven or eight different versions of calendars on there, all within Google Calendar. So I've got like, uh, colors for coaching clients and podcast guests and family time. I really love the Google Calendar. It's really easy to use. The next productivity tool is my Apple Watch. Wait, why is this on here? Well, the thing I like about the Apple Watch is it's mainly a health tool, okay? But there are certain things you can do productivity related. You can't surf on social media and you can't surf the internet, okay? And while you can send and receive texts and instant messages, it's not really easy. As a matter of fact, I will read text messages on the Apple Watch. And if I reply, it'll be like one of those, you know, auto reply recommended or an emoji. I'm not going to sit there and dictate a long message. I'll just pull up my iPhone in that case. Um, you could do that with email too, but I, I never read email on my watch. It, it's too much of an inconvenience. But it does keep me on task because it does have my calendar on there. It has my reminders on there. And it's got some other things like my, uh, you know, um, weather apps and delivery apps and stuff like that. But the one thing, the reason why I put it on the list is there's a lot of things you can't do on the watch. And so it actually makes me more productive because you can't go on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram and scroll through it. There's only a certain number of things you can do on the watch. Therefore, it does make me more productive. And that's why I included it on the list. The next productivity tool is my iPhone. I currently have a 256-gigabyte iPhone 10R. I actually love my iPhone because my iPhone, like my pocket moleskin bullet journal, can go with me everywhere. It goes in my pocket. I don't have to carry it around like a MacBook, although I do love my MacBook. I love the iPhone because, let's face it, I can do almost anything on here that you couldn't do this back in the day. I mean, I can record a podcast. I can record a video. I can engage on social media. I can send emails. I can send files. I mean, I can do conference calls. I can do everything on this iPhone. I really love the portability of an iPhone, but that's what I use an iPhone. You can use a smartphone, any kind of brand. It doesn't matter. As long as it is a smartphone, you should be okay. My next tool is called Calendly. 
It's calendar only ends in L-Y. Calendly is how my clients and meeting planners and podcast guests schedule time with me. Because the last thing you want to do is say, well, when are you available? Well, when are you available? Oh, how about Tuesday at four? No, I can do Wednesday at nine. Well, that work for me. I can go back and forth. What I do is I go into my Google calendar and I set my schedule up. And then when I set my Calendly up, when someone goes to book time for me on my schedule, Calendly goes and look at all the calendars on my Google calendar and any place that's already booked up, then Calendly doesn't show you that, that availability. For, so for example, I normally do podcast interviews Mondays and Wednesdays at one, two, three, and four o'clock. Now I only do one interview on a Monday and one interview on a Wednesday, but let's say I already have something scheduled from one to two and then from four to five. Well, then my podcast guests can only grab it from two to three or three to four. That's it. And I don't have to go back and forth and try to figure something out that works. It makes it fully automated. Once you set it up, Calendly does it well. Now, I've used other calendar scheduling services. I love Calendly the best. There are other ones out there. They're not the only ones, but I would recommend Calendly. The next productivity tool I use is the Breathe app on my Apple Watch. The thing I love about this is who doesn't have a minute? So you can set it. The default is one minute. You can do up to 10-minute meditations, and it just guides you through these one-minute meditations. So whenever my watch goes off and says, hey, time to take a breath, it always seems to go off right when I'm feeling overwhelmed or stressed. So what I do is I close my eyes, and I do a one-minute breathe exercise. It is incredibly powerful, and because it is calming me down, it is helping me be more productive. So the Breathe app is another one of my productivity tools. Another one is something that I think is the, what's the word I want to look for here? Uh, illegitimate stepchild. It's the redheaded stepchild. It is so overlooked, but it's so powerful. It's the timer. Every phone has a timer on it, but we we neglect it. We go out and get an app for a timer. When you've got one built into your phone, I love the timer, both on my watch and on my iPhone. I will just say, hey, set a timer for X minutes, and it will set the timer. And you know whether you want to read for 30 minutes or you want to hold a plank for five minutes or you want to run for 30 minutes, the timer is so effective. It is so forgotten, but it is so powerful. Don't go buy an app. Just use the timer on your phone. It works just fine. The next productivity tool is automation. Oh my goodness, do I love automation. I already explained one of them to you with Calendly. If I can automate a task, I automate the task. And you should be doing this as well. You need to take a step back and maybe this is what I suggest you do. Write a list of everything you do over the course of two or three days. I mean at work and at home. Just, I don't want you to get ahead of me here. Just write down everything you do for two or three days. And then I want you to pull that list out and I want you to go, which of these things can be automated? The reason why I want you to go through the exercise is because most people can't sit there and go, hmm, I can automate this, this, and this. But if you make a list for a couple of days, you're going to like, wow, I can automate that. For example, on Amazon, there's this thing called um, Amazon buttons. I think that's what it's called, where you can set up Amazon to automatically send you items like every 30 days or twice a month, whatever the case might be. Um, we get water delivered to our house in five gallon bottles once a month. 
it's automated. And the only time I have to touch it is, let's say we drink less water one month. I have to like say I want less water one month. But basically, if I don't touch it, it just, it just, they just show up my door with the bottles. That's pretty simple. Um, if you have auto pay, auto bill pay on any of your bills, it's automated. So what in your life can you make automated that's going to relieve you from having to worry about that stuff? Probably there's three or four things that you're doing manually that can be automated. So I encourage you to think about what in your personal and professional life can you begin to automate? And the final productivity tool I want to share with you today on the show, this isn't all of them, by the way, this is the 10 I came up with, is auto sleep. Now, I am a big fan of knowing the data or data, depending how you say it. Auto sleep is a sleep tracking app. It's not the only one out there in the marketplace, but it's the one I use. Okay. The thing I like about auto sleep, it's got auto sleep on my iPhone. It also has the auto sleep app on my watch. It just tracks my sleep automatically. I don't have to tell it I'm going to sleep. It knows somehow by my heart rate and by me not moving around that I'm asleep. Now you don't have to have an Apple watch. You can actually, it actually uses, I think the microphone to send out sound waves or something on your phone. So you can use it on the phone. It's remarkable, accurate, remarkably accurate. I mean, and it, it just works. It's auto sleep because it's fully automatic. And you need to know how much sleep you're getting, not how much sleep you think you're getting, but how much sleep are you truly getting? So this episode was all about the top productivity tools that I am currently using right now because I get asked all the time. The list one more time, Brendan Burchard's High Performance Planner, a bullet journal, Google Calendar, Apple Watch. By the way, I have a Series 5 cellular watch if you care. iPhone, Calendly the Breathe app on my Apple Watch, a timer, automation, and auto sleep. So I hope this episode served you, and I would love to know what, if any of these, are you using? You're probably using some of these because some of these are very common. So please hit me up on social media or go to mrproductivity.com and click the contact tab. I'd really like to hear from you. So let me know what apps you're using, what tools you're using. And maybe you have one I never heard of before and you say, try this out because I'm always looking for new tools because I don't certainly have all the answers. I'm always a student of productivity first and then I'm a productivity expert. I'm trying to serve you the best way I can. So I really hope this episode served you. Don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up for the free seven-day productivity challenge. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast. The more people who subscribe, the more people I can reach, the more people I can help. And if you already subscribed or after you subscribe, if you would tell two or three of your friends that you found this podcast, you found it really helpful, and the host was not a boring bore, a boring bore, I guess I could say that's it. my own show, and you really want to help me, tell two or three of your friends about the podcast. It would really, really help me. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, you know what to do. Go be productive.